0: We're recording.
1: Why, hello. And we have more than five
0: listeners this time. (gasps) That's right. Our last Patreon episode was for five people. It was literally five (laughs) listeners. It's a magical moment. It was a magical
1: moment, but we are glad you're here plus five listeners.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, The original five have a special place in our heart, but everyone (laughs) else does as well because you're all supporting our show with your
1: money, which is crazy. We don't know why you're doing that. Still kind of boggles my mind. But we love you. Yes. And thank you. Every single day. For supporting our weird little show that we didn't really think anybody would ever listen to.
0: Let alone give money to. No. How freaking weird is that? So you guys are the best. Totally the best. I have a small, like, Patreon-only update. Oh. After our last episode. I kind of... This is very exclusive, folks. Only you get this little tidbit of information. What? And that's that I gave a little bit of misinformation about the Heaven's Gate cult in our last Patreon episode. Oh, okay. Heaven's Gate did not drink Kool-Aid to commit suicide. Samantha, um, why did you lie to us? Because I was misinformed myself. <laughs> Actually, I, just, I was just wrong. Um, they mixed phenobarbital with applesauce and washed it down with vodka. That's so specific. It is. Because I read the Jim Jones huh. book, and I finished it since our Patreon episode, and yeah. yes, don't drink the Kool-Aid is a phrase that originated from Jonestown. Hmm. Okay. And I thought it was the Heaven's Gate. It's not. Because Heaven's the Gate, it would be don't eat the applesauce. Don't eat which is the a-
1: applesauce and then wash it down with vodka. And I'd go, of course I wouldn't do that. That's gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, don't worry. I've never done that in my life, and I never will. <laughs> sounds like a terrible combination. Plus, you know, the phenobarbital. Oh, yeah, that. The worst part. <laughs> oh, yeah. The deadly part. Yeah. So that... The thing that always weirded me out about Heaven's Gate... I mean, that's all weird. But that they were all wearing the ma- same matching shoes. That is weird. The whole thing was weird. So and some I, sort of Nike shoes. Did you listen
0: to wear. the Heaven's Gate podcast? No. I started it and it was really well done. And I just kind of got... I don't want to say bored with it. Because I really love the narrator or the host. Um, He does a really good job. And I've listened to some of his other stuff. But I don't know. It just... I think they made it a little too long, and I just kind of got bored with it before I even got to like the oh. mass suicide part. I should maybe give it another try. But...
1: I've heard really good things about it, but I have been reading the Jonestown book, and I'm I'm gonna need a break from cults from cult mass suicide. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Jonestown like, was that was a rough book. I don't want to jump from one to the other. <laughs> even I am like mm. a little too much. Yeah, I would recommend the podcast,
0: and I might give it another try. I just got a little burned out on it. Yeah, fair. Do you have anything else to say before we jump into no. alien autopsy? I'm
1: so excited for this topic. <laughs> so excited. This so, is as soon as we said, oh, we should come up with some like unsolved mysteries adjacent topics to talk about for Patreon. I was immediately like. Like, alien autopsy? Oh, yeah. And we found it on Netflix, so if you have Netflix, you can watch the entire thing. It's a little hard to find. I feel like Netflix doesn't put it out there. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you have to really type in the whole title, and then it like, still, you have to scroll down, because they're like... <laughs> don't sort of want to admit that it's something they paid money for i don't know but But it's there folks it has a lot so this was actually a pretty big deal i have a little bit of background yes oh i remember how much fox hyped this back in the day it was huge so
0: alien autopsy is a set this is from wikipedia alien autopsy is a 17 minute black and white film depicting a medical examination or autopsy it was released in 1995 by London based entrepreneur Ray Santilli, who's in the document, the Alien Autopsy Factor Fiction. He presented it as an authentic autopsy of the body of an extraterrestrial being recovered from the 1947 crash of a flying disc, quote unquote, near Roswell, New Mexico. It was allegedly supplied to him by a retired military cameraman who wished to remain anonymous. And Fox. Television broadcasted the footage in the United States on August 28, nineteen ninety five, under the title Alien Autopsy Fact or Fiction. The program caused a sensation. Fox rebroadcasted the program twice, each time to higher ratings, with the November nineteen ninety five broadcast winning its time slot again with eleven point seven million views. That's crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: Alright, so it's yeah. not just me remembering this. A no, lot of it people was watch months. this bullshit. You could get I don't know if it's just the 17-minute footage or the hour special, but I remember at Blockbuster they had the alien autopsy VHS. (laughs)
0: That's hilarious. (laughs) And they, I mean, for the alien autopsy factor fiction, because that's the full title of the one that aired on Fox, um, they interviewed, like, some, like, we'll get to it, but... Um, special effects makeup artist Stan Winston, who did Jurassic Park and the Alien films. Which,
1: the special effects in Alien and Aliens are so good. It's, they're it's so good. It really, really holds up.
0: They interview several, like, world-renowned forensic pathologists, which, when we talk about them, we'll maybe <laughs> debate whether or not they deserve that title. But, yeah, they, I mean, this wasn't just, like, some, I don't know, low-budget, random no. like random
1: people, like... And they could not have promoted the hell out of this special more. Yeah. Like, it was advertised every commercial break for every show, mm-hmm. I swear. You were just drowning in. You're not going to believe when we air this <laughs> alien autopsy footage. <laughs> fact or fiction, definitely fact. Tune in. Definitely fact. Yeah. Should we jump right into the our little breakdown? Yeah, I want to read the disclaimer that's oh. at the very beginning of this special that they both put up as a title card and read to you. Let's I feel it. like Fox for a while really liked you, acting as if their content was like more saucy and ridiculous and like <laughs> needed more warnings than it actually did. Like they got really into like the little raining thing at the top corner they would have like the v for like violence (laughs) i don't know they just were trying to be like the trashiest network ever but so this was the title card that came up the following program deals with controversial subjects the theories opinions and beliefs expressed are not the only impossible interpretation viewers are invited to make a judgment based (laughs) on all available information thanks fox i will make a judgment
0: well and so for it opens with Jonathan Franks who can we talk about this guy for a second
1: Yes cuz I am not a Star Trek person so I <laughs> am, I. I do not have this like Like, Mac was watching him with me, and I think he was having this very, like, fond, nostalgic moment (laughs) from, like, growing up watching him on Star Trek. And I was just, like, this smug bastard.
0: He just, smug is a good way to describe him. And he always has these, like, his eyes are, like, kind of watery. They're very small for someone on television. He has this, like, faraway look in his eyes, and he's always just acting like I'm really philosophical as I'm talking to you. What if? What if? And then he's, like, holding his chin you know he's like stroking his chin and looking past the camera what if the alien is real i think i put that on our instagram story if you saw it you definitely know what i'm talking about he's it's
1: hilarious i'm sorry if i just crushed all of your dreams because you're in love with jonathan Frakes, but whatever
0: so (laughs) he he also comes out sympathy for you (laughs) At the, I wrote down, we open with Jonathan Franks emerging out of the shadows to tell us that if what we are about to see is real, it's the most startling film footage in history. Although we remain skeptical, some experts believe this is authentic footage of an alien life form. And then he gives us the warnings that
1: like... I it's think very gruesome. It's very graphic. And, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Cover your children's eyes. No, They'll never be the same once they've seen... <laughs> An alien cut into.
0: But the first thing we talk about is Roswell, because that's where this alien life form is
1: supposed to have originated. Also, um, they only had, what, 17 minutes of autopsy footage, so they had to stretch it out. They really <laughs> did.
0: And, I mean, we have to talk about the opening sequence first, the very 90s oh, like yeah. intro, where we get you know important moments from the documentary and at at some point even throughout it we'll get like a shot of the sky with like an a transparent picture of the alien's face superimposed like, super on superimposed yeah. on the sky shot it's very the bizarre the font
1: that they use which is this like grungy typewriter font that used to be used all the time it's just like that font is my childhood <laughs> totally
0: so we join Jonathan Franks at the Army Airfield at Roswell, where he tells us that in the summer of 1947, something definitely crashed just outside of town, and 48 years later, it remains a mystery. It
1: definitely crashed. Guys.
0: Here's the thing about Roswell, because I'm very skeptical. Obviously, you know this by now. You've been listening to this podcast, but like the alien thing has been confirmed basically by the government that they, I mean, they have these alloys and that film footage that
1: was really convincing. Yeah, this is. If we had made this a few months ago, we could go. It was this a weather is the stupidest thing. So dumb. Blah 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 blah. Who cares?
0: I'm. I can't say that now.
1: But now the government has confirmed they have these alien alloys, and basically the world has gotten so weird that everyone shrugged and no one cared. <laughs> Pretty much because we're like, oh, all right. Weird news comes out every single day. Aliens so are
0: real. Well. Aliens
1: are real. Whatever. Donald Trump's still president. Who cares? <laughs> that, that doesn't really affect my life. And like. They let the aliens go about their business. They're probably happier than we are.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't say that I totally believe that there was an alien crash landing at Roswell, but we can't I can't s- also say that I totally disbelieve it. I know it's it's it puts a weird us in, a, in
1: a strange spot. Yeah,
0: it's a little strange. So they play some forties radio broadcasts from just after the crash, which takes us back to that era. I thought that was a really nice detail. Um, and then we get a few different people who weren't immediate Witnesses of the crash, but they were like adjacent. So the, a lot of these are children of people who worked at Roswell. Um, Walter Hott is interviewed. He is a former Roswell Army Air Force public relations officer. He said that he was given a press release, which stated basically that they had in their possession, they being the government, a flying disc. He was told to give the press release to the media. But then within two hours, General Ramsey took charge and issued a new statement that it wasn't a flying disc. It was a weather balloon. So
1: who wrote that original press release? I
0: don't know. He said. I mean, he, he, I think he probably wrote it, but he he was given directive from someone above him. Oh, okay. Because he was the uh, public relations officer, so he probably right. wrote it. But he was told what to write and to give it directly to the media. And then all of a sudden, this general They're like, whoa, wait, said, no,
1: Stop. actually, it's boring news. Don't pay attention.
0: Right, exactly. So then we see Dr. Jesse Marcel, who is, is listed as a Roswell eyewitness. His father worked at the Air Force. He remembers his father waking him them up very excited, and claim he claims that his father brought debris from the crash and spread it out on his kitchen table. He says that on the debris, there was like uh, symbols in the or
1: hieroglyphs. Yeah, it was very strange. Like, you would remember if your dad burst into the house at two in the morning and made you look at
0: alien, <laughs> alien
1: air, aircraft debris? Yes. Totally. I mean, I would, personally. That, that happened very rarely in I my know. childhood. <laughs> so Kevin
0: Randall comes in next. He's the author of a book called UFO Crash at Roswell, and I wrote also the owner of a gray V-shaped mustache. True. Um, he said that more people handled the Roswell debris than anyone previously suspected. He thinks about four dozen people. And he says that there was foil-like material that you could wad up into a ball and then it would unfold itself. Which, like I said, I would have thought this was a crazy claim, but now we supposedly know that the government has these
1: alloys they can't, can't identify? be identified with elements we know on Earth. I, yeah. It just sounds crazy coming out of my mouth, but... It's apparently true. We can't deny it anymore. I don't know. I know. It's crazy. And then, so now
0: we we see Frankie Rowe, who is a woman, and another child whose father worked at the Air Force and who also claims to have been shown crash debris. She says that they tried to burn it and it would not burn. She said they tried to cut it and it would not cut. She says that when you wadded it up into a ball in your hand, it felt like you weren't holding anything. She often refers to her dad as daddy, which made me uncomfortable. Yeah, but I, don't,
1: I don't approve of that. No,
0: I hate when people do that. Um, <laughs> but she said that he saw two bodies that were lying on the ground, and that there was one, what he called a little person that was still alive. And she said that he thought it was very sad that that, per- that alien's friends were dead or something.
1: At one point, I thought this was the most credible part of her claim is when she said, my dad would not have gotten excited about a weather. I wrote that down too. He was not an easily excitable person. And And that's a good point.
0: A lot of these people I don't think were. They show pictures of her dad with other airmen who worked there. And it's totally a good point that like these are not conspiratorial-minded people. They're people who worked for the government. Yeah. Like, they're army people. Right. Like, they're probably not easily excitable. And they probably could recognize a weather balloon or something of this earth if it had crashed. Like, these aren't dumb people either. Right. So, I think that's a really good point.
1: Yeah, it's whether or not she's accurate in that information.
0: Right. And these people were children when this happened. But she also says, you know, that she held it herself. And that she experienced... Wadding it up into a ball, and she said it would get smaller and smaller and smaller until you almost couldn't see it, and then it would just get bigger again, which is very specific and very crazy. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, Kevin yeah. Randall, who's the author, gives us the timeline. So the craft and the bodies were taken to a hangar on the airford that eve for, the fort and the airfield that evening. The bodies were supposedly put in a wooden crate. They shipped a lot of people who were involved to Fort Worth, so they couldn't. The press couldn't get a hold of them. Families were silenced. Frankie says that she was threatened by a man with a baton.
1: Yeah. That was scary. It sounded scary. She said this is a big desert and if we like put you out there, nobody would ever find you.
0: Yeah, she said that a man came to the house or maybe multiple men and basically told her to lie. And she said, yeah. you know, said no, you didn't see what you saw and her mom had told them never to lie. And so she said, you know, no, I did see that and then all of a sudden he was threatening her basically to kill her and her whole family. Yeah. Just frightening for a child. And she's very convincing because she's like tearing up when she's talking about this. Yeah. Uh, The next day, the debris is thought to have been flown to Wright Air Force or Airfield in Dayton, Ohio. And the bodies were thought to have been taken somewhere else, but no one knows where. Uh, several people say that it was brilliant of the government to say, we have captured a flying saucer, like, to the public, and then all of a sudden say, no, 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 we made a mistake, it was a weather balloon. I didn't really understand that logic. Did Why? You? Because we wouldn't even be talking about it now. If, if they... they had said it was a weather balloon from the start, yeah, then I feel like there'd be fewer conspiracy exactly. theories. I don't know why that was so brilliant. Because it looks like they're covering something up, right? right. So that's how you breed these conspiracy theories. I didn't get that at all. But that's about what we get as far as the history of Roswell, and now we start talking about the autopsy itself. So the first person we meet is the man himself, Ray Santilli, (laughs) who, of course, says that the alien autopsy is going to be subject to ridicule, and he's very self-deprecating and kind of convincing when he says, who's going to believe that? This is a ridiculous thing to say. I wrote that down, too. He's a pretty good actor. Yeah. Yeah. He owns a small music and video distribution company in London, and his claim is that he was acquiring some 1950s rock and roll footage when an elderly American cameraman he had been dealing with said that he had something to show him.
1: Sure. I mean, maybe that's a good backstory. Yeah. It makes sense. It s- establishes kind of the right timeline of who would have this in mm-hmm. their possession, We'll learn later that a lot of thought went into this.
0: So the cameraman told Santilli that he had top military security clearance and that in 1947 he was flown urgently to Roswell, where he filmed the recovery of several aliens that as well as the autopsy. The cameraman claims that a few reels of film needed additional processing. I'm doing air quotes. So <laughs> he kept them, but sent the others on to Washington. After, pro- after this processing... He tried to get the government to come pick up the remaining uh, reels of film, but they wouldn't. And I wrote down in parentheses, "Odd for a government who is so apparently determined to cover up this UFO crash." Yeah. No, just uh, keep the so film. So I have
1: some more footage. Yeah, yeah. We of don't, the alien we don't itself. Want that. Yeah. Just keep it in a box and then sell it to some guy in a few years.
0: Yeah. Santilli refuses to review the, reveal the identity of the cameraman, citing journalistic privilege or something like that. A man named William Deer, who is a private <laughs> investigator. Is he your pick for our most valuable
1: mustache? Oh my mustache? god, he's
0: such a hilarious character. I think he could be just because he's got the whole package.
1: It's He has very gray hair, but then a very dark mustache He's also wearing two pinky rings, not just one, two.
0: <laughs> didn't notice the pinky ring.
1: And the world's ugliest tie. This guy thinks he's Sherlock Holmes. He thinks he's Sherlock Holmes, but he's wearing like a knockoff Versace tie. Yeah, he is.
0: Oh, he says, I'm going to uh, tell you, and I've been in this business for many years. That guy, me and the cameraman, lives somewhere in Florida. He doesn't say Why? No. I was like,
1: well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but, you Basically, know, like, 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 he's old. You know where old people are? Florida. Pretty
0: much. I was like,
1: okay. We're supposed know. to take your word for it. Just leave him alone. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, do you have to send this very shady-seeming private investigator after him.
0: Yeah, Fox apparently hired this private investigator to try I and find this I think they really liked
1: doing that at the time. Spoiler alert, the cameraman doesn't exist, so yeah. he couldn't be found. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I First of all, I think William Deere Deer thought he was seconds away from getting his own show. Because he oh, yeah. plays up to the camera so much. Oh, yes. And I think there was a period of time where any excuse that Fox had to hire a private investigator or hook someone up to a lie detector they would take it later so,
0: we get this definitely staged shot of a boardroom with his like team sitting around a table and he's
1: at a like oh a, a flipboard
0: writing down their plan it's hilarious
1: i all i can do is shake my head <laughs> and then go no i i don't know william Deere. where are you william Deere, today oh my god i hope listening to this i hope
0: Oh, my goodness. So we next transition into discussion of the film itself. And, of course, Jonathan Franks warns us that it's very gruesome. Um, It's a 17-minute film. It's black and white. The room is stark. There's just a small table with instruments on it, a clock, and then like what looks to be a glass partition of some sort where someone could sit on the other side and observe. There's a humanoid figure on the exam table. It has a bulbous belly. The genitals are hilariously blurred out, even though... For no reason. Later, they tell us that it doesn't have any genitals, so I don't know
1: why Fox... We can't see just a (laughs) Barbie crotch of the alien. Yeah, so... but And Fox did that. That wasn't a part of the original film.
0: Apparently, I don't think it's great it's blurred out in every version of this because fox re-aired it three times and i don't i might be wrong about this but i feel like i read it on the internet that the it's not blurred out in every version
1: the netflix <laughs> okay. one it is so maybe if you can find one of the originals you, you might can be worth see some, some money. sweet fake alien crash <laughs> i guess finally
0: so it has a traditional gray alien head and face with the extra big eyes um the ears are really low it has a bulbous head the thing
1: is the second you see this alien it looks so fake you go this is not real because it looks like a halloween mask attached to some sort of fake but it just it looks it looks so fake fake. yeah just the way that the like face is so rigid Mm mm-hmm And fake looking. I don't know how else to say it. (laughs) There's no way someone looked at this and was like, well, that's real. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. So the alien is intact, except for a large wound on its right leg. People in the video are dressed head to toe in contamination suits, which, of course, obscure their features. And then basically they perform the autopsy, which includes cutting open the chest and abdomen, pulling out the guts, peeling back the face, etc. Taking the
1: brain out.
0: The supposed brain. (laughs) <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Taking something out of its fake, fake head. Yeah, exactly. And then they start talking about the evidence.
0: So um, we again, talk, we kind of go back to the Roswell witnesses. Um, We don't get, like I said, any firsthand accounts of seeing the aliens, but the two children, Frankie and Jesse, uh, think that the alien shown in the video matches what their parents say the alien looked like. Yeah, our parents said that the alien looked really fake. So, this would be a good. I mean, the Roswell aliens were described as like the traditional gray right. alien, gray. right? And that's I what this is. I think there's some
1: word for that that we should know, but I think it's gray. Like they're the grays. the grays because yeah. there's the grays, there's the what I don't remember the the reptilians the Just pretend that that was me. The Nordics. Talking about the Nordics. What?
0: There's like Nordic aliens that it supposedly look like white people (laughs) i think with blue eyes i'm not really sure someone tell me how wrong i am what the only reason i know this is because i listened to the last podcast on the left and their alien segments are hilarious and they often So are the nordics
1: the aliens that like really racist people believe in maybe i would assume
0: i think they are like really tall white blue-eyed like, I had no idea about this. You're blowing my mind. Yeah, I, that's about the extent of what I know about it. But I think people claim that they like walk among us. Maybe I might be wrong. Oh I'm really not an alien God. like conspirator, so I don't know. But yeah, there's there's those there's the reptilians.
1: There's which the grays. If you need an example of reptilian, uh, Barack Obama, Hillary,
0: Hillary Clinton,
1: Clinton. <laughs> known murderer from the Boys in the Tracks mystery. <laughs> Um my favorite thing that was going
0: around Twitter right after Donald Trump's inauguration is that his bodyguards look like they have fake hands like that go across their because like I think oh. their real hands are holding guns underneath their suits. There there's a specific picture of this bald-headed white guy with like his fake hand and like going around Twitter people were calling him a reptilian
1: <laughs> and it was so <laughs> funny. I just I can't get over I'm not sure I ever will get over the idea that people really think that our government is run by reptilian yes. alien people. Yes, <laughs> I just—I it's kind of like fun if you're not taking it seriously. I mean, I guess it was fun until like more recently, <laughs> but yeah, just. Where I, did that come from, and why? I don't know, but it's I, I think it's
0: hilarious. It's hilarious, but it's like also kind of sad that there's like enough people that so believe. So many this. people think that, and it's always like the political party you don't like that are the reptilians, right? Oh sure, it's, it's not I like mean, all of them. It's like yeah, the Democrats are reptilians, or vice versa.
1: I don't know. I don't. <laughs> so much of this is just going to be me go, Hi, guys, I don't know what to say. Yeah, this is just, it's, it's troubling. It's troubling.
0: <laughs> getting back to the film, um, they next uh, speculate on the items that are in the film. The clock is a model that was manufactured in the 1940s, and uh, the phone is so also authentic. a model.
1: Yeah, they couldn't possibly get that somewhere else. No, they didn't go to an antique store and buy those things.
0: The phone was also apparently a model from 1937. What?!
1: This is all real.
0: And then they ask, can the film itself be dated? And then Kodak helps us out. Like, legitimately Kodak. Um, They tell us that the code on the film is a square and a triangle, which were used in Rochester, New York by Eastman Kodak Company to denote the following years of manufacture. 1927, 1947, or 1967. So that checks out. So it technically could be from the 1940s, but it also could be from 1967. (laughs) So I don't know who this is. I wrote down, Unibrow tells us that the film could have been shot in the late... Is that the Kodak guy? No, this is a different guy. He was
1: what they called a senior curator at Eastman House, and I have no idea what that means. Mm. Well, Eastman Kodak Company is the full name of Kodak. Okay, so it must be something associated with that. And I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think that's why I just wrote down Unibrow. (laughs) I'm sorry, but I also wrote down, I'm worried he lost his job after this, because he was the most, at least from the footage they included, and I'm sure this is edited in a very disingenuous way, well, but yeah. he seemed like the most, like, this is real, guys, and I was kind like,
0: Because he says, I'm often
1: asked, (laughs)
0: Unibrow Unibrow says, I'm often asked, how difficult is it to fake a film? And the answer he gives them is no. It is not easy to fake a motion picture. It would take an amount of technical know-how that would make the operation not worthwhile. He's basically saying that it would be so expensive to fake a film like this that why would you even do it? Right. Right. Which to sell it to Fox? To yeah, make it special. That's yeah, why. Exactly. You think Ray Santilli didn't make bank on this thing? <laughs>
1: this is, that's also like the how a lot of magic tricks work is that they're so complicated that your brain is like, well, no one would bother to right. do all these things. So you just it. That's how the illusion works. Mm-hmm. It seems kind of similar. It's like you're like, well, who would? Yeah, who would? This is a weird hobby, making fake alien (laughs) autopsy videos. So it must be real. I know. But that doesn't... No. No.
0: Fortunately, next we get the voice of reason in the form of Alan (laughs) Davu. Davu? He's the Hollywood director of E.T., Congo, Empire of the Sun, etc. He asserts that he thinks the film is a hoax. And he's suspicious of the film because of how it regularly goes in and out of focus as if to hide what may not be real. Yeah. Which is... True. And he says what you see is a cameraman who is intentionally making the camera go out of focus. It doesn't make sense that he would make no adjustments to the focus, which is true. Like as soon as they start doing something like cutting open the head, it goes blurry. Or the cameraman conveniently like gets behind one of the doctors as if there wasn't a ton of room in this room.
1: It is very convenient the times that you can't see what's happening. Yeah. And they, you know, come back with, oh, you know, this is a... this isn't a fancy photographer. This is a Navy combat cameraman and yeah. cameras didn't maintain focus and the doctors are getting in the way. Sure, that's all true, but they happen to get in the way at the most convenient times.
0: Yeah. Alan says that during pivotal moments in the procedure, such as when the skull is being opened, the cameraman repeatedly moves to places where he can't see what's happening, such as the doctor's back, when he could simply walk to the other side of the table to get a better view. Which is totally true. And then what you said, the next, they bring in someone for the opposing view. And we get Dr. Roderick Ryan, who is kind of legit. He's a Navy combat cameraman who photographed atomic bomb tests. And I said he looks kind of like Donald Trump. Yeah, a little bit. He had a very Trump-like look, which immediately made me not like him. He
1: films nuclear testing at Bikini Atoll. I can't imagine.
0: That's insane. So he this is no schmuck. Like he knows what he's talking about. And he says that the film going in and out of focus is consistent with the type of equipment they used. The camera did not have through lens focusing, so if it had maintained focus, that would have indicated to him that the film was more modern. Then, or the film equipment used was more modern.
1: Right, it had, it had a, you would have have to manually focus it each time, and mm-hmm. this is because they're moving around, and the camera, yeah, the keeps. camera's not automatically focusing, so yeah. things are gonna go out of focus, which is true, except <laughs> This alien looks like bullshit. (laughs) And also, yes, it is happening at only the most convenient time, not any other time.
0: He also contends that the cameraman keeps moving behind the doctors to stay out of their way. Like, I really think they could have just gone to the other side of the table. Yeah, no. Whatever. Um, Next, we talk about the anatomy of the alien. And Jonathan Frank says, is this really an autopsy of an alien being or could it be something else? A dummy, a deformed human, an incredible hoax. To find out, we showed the video to two of the world's leading pathologists.
1: The idea that this is a deformed human is so I can't believe they spent any time on this it. This next part is a little problematic, folks. It's insulting to every it's insulting to our intelligence. <laughs> it's insulting to
0: the science the field
1: of forensic yeah. pathology. <laughs> this is okay. You have alien autopsy fact or fiction. You have two options. This is an alien or this is a hoax. Don't try to tell me <laughs> that this is some sort of Deformed human being. Deformed human being that, yeah, what? that The, the amount of time that they spend on this is the worst part of the special, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, so we get two people. Chris Milroy, who is a little more logical about the situation. And then I Cyril Wecht, who... Kind of <laughs> loves
1: Chris Milroy. So he's in Sheffield, and he is approaching this with...
0: <laughs> I the
1: amount of skepticism. I think this as someone who, unlike most people needed to stop by Sheffield on vacation, and it's not a tourist destination, really. He says this in, like, the most dour, like, sarcastic way, (laughs) where he, you can tell, he, like he's just going like oh this is all bullshit but without saying it you right. know they're like, asking
0: me if this could be a human so I'm gonna so I'm just go gonna answer it with in this it.
1: really like sarcastic way but without like blinking and it's just so I wish they had more footage of him but I'm sure it would just like give away that it's all totally fake yeah he but doesn't give hilarious. us that much information He is hilarious to me
0: he says yeah the ears are low set below the position that one would expect to see in a normal human he said you don't see any male genitalia and therefore it could be a female body but what he says would. I think it's another good point, is that it's odd that they spent merely two hours examining the alien. Why wouldn't you spend right. weeks, months, probably years <laughs> right, examining After this After two thing? hours,
1: you're like, well, get done with this alien. Let's move along. Pretty much.
0: Like, you wouldn't do a traditional autopsy. You would go no. much slower. But this is a traditional autopsy,
1: so that makes no sense. It's pretty hilarious, and Thanks to him for pointing it out.
0: But now we need to talk about Cyril Wecht, who, who is a past president of the American Academy of Forensic Science. It makes and me was apparently done and
1: supervised like 40,000 autopsies. It made me wonder about all of those autopsies. Yep. It made me wonder about all of our forensic science. Yep. I am honestly concerned. Please have this guy in Sheffield oversee things and not Cyril. Oh my god.
0: So he seems to be assuming that this is a human. He says, I have never performed an autopsy on anybody who even closely resembles the being we see in this film. Yeah, because it's not real, dude. What? Exactly. So he points out that there are six fingers and six toes, telling us that this is a condition known as polydactyly, which he loves to say. I mean, it is kind of a cool world, I guess. And then here's where it gets a little bit off the rails. He says, we could be looking at a woman with Turner's syndrome, a chromosomal disorder that affects one in 5,000 female births. No, we're not. I'm. Mean, Jonathan I- Franks does the voiceover here and says that victims, which is a weird way to describe them, <laughs> lack female chromosomes and do not develop sexually. Few survive to adulthood.
1: So, I'm just hanging my head in shame. I don't, for, I don't know, my country. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this is, it gets what? even, so they show a child with this disorder. It looks nothing like the alien. If you Google Turner's syndrome, the images you see look, even the children who have it, who have survived, I don't know how long these children survive, but they, a lot of it is children. They look like normal Female children—they don't look like this alien. They have like a wider neck, but that's about the only way you can distinguish them.
1: Which also did this alien other have children. a wider neck? No, no,
0: it had like a normal size neck. It just had a bulbous head. Like I kind of want to punch. This he face was Cyril speculating, in the face. honestly, and this is—it's gross. He was speculating because the alien body had no breasts that it hadn't developed sexually, so that it was a female that had an issue with their ovaries. Cyril, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Watch your back. Because next they talk about whether or not the injuries that the alien sustained could have been caused by radiation experiments. And then they show footage from
1: actual like victims of radiation. And that seems really tacky. And yeah. Because this documentary is so fucking tacky, don't include, <laughs> don't include like actual victims of something serious. Yeah. In your stupid, are we looking at an alien cash grab documentary? Oh my god. To show like people who are actually suffering from radiation, point like they say because it had like a burn on
0: one specific part of its body that that for some reason meant it could be radiation. Because they're in contamination suits, it could have been radiation. But then I just wrote down this bitch, which is, <laughs> I'm talking about Cyril, says that what we could be looking at is a very unfortunate woman who had a malignancy, probably of the ovaries or the cervix or the uterus.
1: What? Just any female part?
0: Who then received radiation treatment. That's a possibility that we should keep in mind. No,
1: we H- shouldn't. Have you ever Cyril. known
0: anyone who had over, like ovarian cancer or cervical cancer? Did they suddenly turn into an alien? From the radiation? Does that happen? Oh, wait, yeah. Yeah, Again. yeah. They suddenly grow a bulbous head. They lose their breasts.
1: They're gray. Their <laughs> eyes are gigantic and like, dark. Why is this
0: man, supposedly of science, defaulting to the extremely antiquated belief that if a woman has a problem, her uterus must be broken? I know. Her mean, cervix must be broken.
1: Why would it have anything the fuck? to do with the cervix? <laughs>
0: This alien doesn't have a penis, so it must be a woman, and it's deformed, so it must be a woman whose cervix is broken.
1: Like, what we see here is a woman, she's 35 years old, she's unmarried, and she hasn't had children. Look, what what's, happened. look what's happened to her! Oh no! what's gonna happen to us! Look at this old maid! Undesirable, no breasts! Throw her in the garbage.
0: Like, What? It's this looks nothing
1: like a human. This is crazy dude. It's a fucking Halloween store prop. What are you talking about? The only other I hope I- this guy <laughs> lost his medical license
0: I hope so too and he's so excited. He's standing in front of like a TV that's showing the autopsy footage and he's like so excited to point out the polydactyly and how this woman's cervix is broken.
1: This, this is a- another point. The people are excited to be on television in a way that I don't understand. (laughs) Like, don't you worry about people making fun of you? Like, people are always so excited to go on television for any reason. Yeah, I don't get it. And I don't... Maybe this is weird to say, because we have a podcast, but... But I wouldn't. I want to be on TV. I don't want to be on TV. I once was like... When the Iraq war started, there was, like, an NBC news person or something, like, out on the streets of Chicago trying to get public opinions, and... (laughs) They like came up to me and Mac and were like, What do you think? and I'm like I'm, like, Yes, I'm against the Iraq war. But I was like, There's no way I want to be on TV. I'm gonna just be I'm gonna be like in a documentary about like how stupid Americans are or something. <laughs> like that's my first thought is I'm not gonna artic- articulate myself because I can't even talk. <laughs> I'm not gonna articulate myself and I'm just gonna look ridiculous. So we were like, mm, no thanks. And the woman was like, really? Because fucking everyone wants to be on TV. Yeah, I don't get and it. And this guy, even though he's just like a successful doctor, he's still like, I can't wait to go on the Fox's trashiest, stupidest <laughs> special and talk about how this is uh, my like deformed ex wife or yeah, whatever his issue with women is.
0: Yeah, I don't get it. Uh the last thing we see with this guy is him talking about the organs because you see them in the autopsy video cutting open the alien, pulling out the guts. He's puking.
1: Okay. Well okay. we had to take a little break from recording, folks, because while discussing disgusting Cyril. Lenny, Lenny literally, literally puked. Vomited.
0: <laughs> Which, you know, coincidence? I don't, think, I don't so. think so. The last thing we see of Cyril is he's talking about the organs because you see in the autopsy video they pull the organs out of the alien and he says he I can't, he's like amazed by this. He's like I can't correlate the organs with any human body I've ever seen. And I just wrote in all capital letters because it's animal parts inside a plastic dummy. Which yeah. we'll learn about later. What,
1: he's still insisting this is some. Um,
0: he's like the liver if this is what the, actually is the def- liver it should be over here but it's over here. I'm like it's because it's fucking fake Cyril. Yeah. I don't understand why he can't just be like... I hate him so much. Yeah, I don't know. It's bizarre. But we move on from the anatomy of the alien to next talk about whether or not it could have been special effects.
1: Yes, a practical
0: question. Right. Uh, Jonathan Frank's voiceover asks, how hard would it be to create a dummy that bleeds so convincingly? They ask Stan Winston, who built the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park and the predators and aliens, which impressive special effects design like this guy again no schmuck he knows what he's doing i
1: believe the aliens in the movie alien way more than i believe in this alien Mm -hmm. so
0: (laughs) so we so they interview winston and his initial reaction was that it wasn't real but then when they started the autopsy and he thought about how difficult it is for them being him in his studio in the special effects world to simulate cutting skin he started thinking that it If it wasn't real, he would be really proud to create
1: something like that himself. He basically says this would be really expensive to do. It's not easy.
0: I really expected that Stan Winston and his studio, because you get like a bunch of people watching this from his studio, were going to be the ones that were like, this is definitely special effects.
1: I mean, I think... And they were so impressed by it. I think they probably cut out the part where they were like, yeah, this is special effects and just left in them going, this is really well done, if the person who made this came here, I would give him a job. Yes. This would be very expensive to do, so it seems unlikely. But I'm sure, in the footage, that's not used. They were like, well, obviously this is fake, but... I think, it, uh, they, I think it was probably edited a, special, yeah. a certain way. Yeah, so that they're going, obviously this is fake, but it is pretty well done.
0: Yeah, they talk about how difficult it is to make something uniformly wet. So, like, inside of the alien, you can kind of see that it's all moist as if it was the actual inside of a body. Um, it bleeds very convincingly and they, uniformly. they show the skin being cut with a scalpel. And then and you see bleeds. the blood dripping yeah. down, which I'm sure is hard to do. Um, they also can't seem to get past the 1947 part. Like they don't consider that just because the people are claiming to have shot this video in 1947, like doesn't mean that it was actually shot in 1947, because they keep talking about how silicones weren't available back then. Yeah, but this is the 1990s. Like, but they're available if this was now. A hoax, right? Yeah, like that. That's not evidence that. this I guess was- they
1: were taking the f- the film stock age very seriously, but you can get old film. I also just. Personally, even though it's, like, a little bit grainy and black and white, it doesn't look like film processed in the 40s. Yeah. It doesn't have any burns or marks or dust. There's no spots. There's no... No. Like, the, the actual processing of the film looks, like, really clean and nice. Yeah. So, that seems weird to me that they wouldn't have said... Like, the Kodak guy, no one said anything about that. It was very strange.
0: Yeah, so... I'm just assuming
1: they edited that out, but...
0: The last part of this, I kind of fizzled out taking notes. It was like, they, they <laughs> kind of... <laughs> they do a little investigation. They bring back... Uh, what's that guy, investigator? His last name's Deer. William Deer. William Deer. They bring him back. I wrote down that um, they're trying to find the cameraman, that lots of dudes with mustaches are on the job. So many mustaches, Uh, guys.
1: If you're into mustaches, this is the special for you. He goes to Florida
0: and meets with some old guy who's clearly fucking with them. Yeah. Um, Someone got a terse letter from the government about Roswell. I don't even know who. And then the last thing I wrote down was that Stanton fucking Friedman thinks it's fake. So there's that.
1: (laughs) There was a part where Congressman Stephen Schiff from New Mexico was trying to get Information regarding Roswell. Was that
0: the guy who got the terse letter from the government? Yeah, like, I'm like, of course you got the government's sick of answering these questions.
1: When they said, "Oh, it wasn't a regular weather balloon; it was a high-altitude balloon used for de- detecting Russian nukes." Yeah. Okay. I don't know. All right. Sure. That's about where it ends. Um, um, no, Jonathan Frakes gives a little <laughs> hilarious speech in the desert about what if that's what i put it what if
0: i recorded that for our instagram story a few people have
1: gotten to see what that. if an alien that's where he's stroking his, his chin way,
0: looking with his watery
1: eyes into the his distance. family never knows what happens and then he just ends with we are not alone yep. <laughs> which i wrote in all caps
0: yep so that's how that ended um do you want to hear the aftermath of this yes yes i would All right, this is according to Wikipedia. On April 4th, 2006, Sky, which is a UK telecommunications company, broadcasted the documentary... Eamon Investigates Alien Autopsy, presented by Eamon Holmes. I hope I got that name wrong, or name right.
1: <laughs> you hope you got it wrong. Well, you did.
0: I'm sure I did. In this program, Ray Santilli and fellow producer Gary Shufield admit that their film was actually a reconstruction. I'm doing air quotes. Oh containing my God. only, in their words, a few frames from the original 22 rolls of film. So Santilli and Shufield stated that they had restored, quote unquote, the damaged footage by filming a simulated autopsy on a fabricated alien based upon what Santilli said he saw in 1992 and then adding in a few frames of the original film that had not degraded. They have not identified which frames are from the alleged original. Okay. According to Santilli, a set was constructed in the living room of an empty flat in Rochester Square, uh Camden Town, London. John Humphreys, an artist and sculptor, was employed to construct two dummy alien bodies over a period of three weeks using casks containing sheep brains set in raspberry jam, chicken entrails, and knuckle joints from a local butcher.
1: Now we know if you want that hard-to-achieve all-over wetness. <laughs> you use raspberry jam, jam and chicken gizzards. Not
0: that hard, guys. Gross. Alien artifacts, supposedly items recovered from the crash site, were depicted in the footage. These included alien symbols and six finger control panels, which Santilli described in the Sky documentary as being the result of artistic license on his part. So this is all fucking fake.
1: I just closed <laughs> my eyes. Oh boy. I don't remember yeah. seeing any control panels. They must have not they been didn't in the show Fox. They didn't show it in the factory. They chunk. went, this is too fake. Yeah. Let's cut that part <laughs> they out. They didn't show that part. Because I did realize that the amount so they were saying oh there's 17 minutes of footage but the amount of footage they show the in the factor fiction special small. does not add up to 17 minutes It does not there's a lot more that was left out
0: um yeah so it was totally fake i hope john Humphreys got a job working as a special effects artist on i guess a big
1: place because apparently he's really good he'll show up with some jam his first day Oh, this is my secret my trade secret.
0: I think I've mentioned in a pat in past episode that I really enjoy the FX show Face Off. Oh where yeah, where they do the special effects makeup. They're really good, and they create some really impressive creatures that they put on humans. Right. Walk- like I so it watching this it you know like it didn't surprise me that this could be done. The, it impressed a lot of people the in face the 1990s, is so but
1: fake. And there's this part where they're like peeling off part of the eyeball. It looks the eye looks eyes, eyes look so fake. It looks so dumb. There's not just no way. There's not even me watching this at like 11 or however old I was as a young dumb person. <laughs> there was not a second where I was like, "Yep, that's real." Yeah, Never. No. no not. not at all.
0: Now, Do I think that? I mean, the jury's still out for me on Roswell, but this documentary or the oh, yeah. film, alien autopsy film,
1: totally fake. So fake. And I think everyone working on it knew that. I don't know if the like, Roswell witnesses knew, but... They seemed pretty convinced. And I feel like the people's interviews are cut down in such a way that... This
0: was edited strategically. Yeah.
1: For so sure. So the part where they go, well, obviously it's not real, but if it was, and then... You you missed that first beginning <laughs> sentence. It's very important. Yep. But I mean, would you recommend? So let's rate it out of Robert
0: Stack's. What do you think? I too. Really are you that? I mean, it depends on what you're looking to get out of it. It's yeah, pretty it's entertaining. A good, it's a good
1: laugh. It's only an
0: hour. You could put this on with your friends and laugh at it. That actually, I would give it a high rating for. So if you're doing it, I was gonna do like
1: I don't know, three and a half. Yeah, I would say if you have some friends over and you're maybe a little bit drunk or high, <laughs> that this is perfect. This would be fun to watch. Order some pizza and watch Alien Autopsy Fact or Fiction. Maybe play with some pogs <laughs> and just remember, because this is really what what like, like the most 90s thing. It really is. It's like intensive shooting into your veins '90sness. Yep. If you are just going to you need to entertain yourself on like a Sunday afternoon by yourself. I wouldn't watch this by yourself. I wouldn't watch this by yourself. I would give it like a two for that.
0: I don't if I hadn't had to do this for the podcast, I probably wouldn't have made it through.
1: We watched this together a couple weeks ago, which was fun. Yeah, that was And then hilarious. I
0: rewatched it by myself to take notes. And then I was like, Ugh. It was a little bit of a chore. Yeah. So I wouldn't watch this by yourself. But it's on there if you have friends over. Yeah. Also,
1: I think on Amazon there's the Jonathan Frakes hosted show Beyond Belief. Oh, we're gonna definitely do that for a Patreon. Which is kind of a similar for it's like half unsolved mysteries, half fakeness, <laughs> where they do little sketchy reenactments, and then you're supposed to vote in your mind if you think it's true or false. <laughs> and then at the end, without any evidence to back it up whatsoever, they tell you whether it's goes, true. Or no, that was. False. <laughs> and my brother loved that show. I remember watching that show. And I think we should probably do an episode of that. Yeah, we'll have
0: to pick a good one. Actually, I think we had one picked out. I don't remember Maybe we did. It was uh videos or something. Paranormal videos. Oh, that's different.
1: Was that something else? We're gonna do I think for next month from the show Sightings. Oh sightings. That's right. They great. put together a ghost. Like, straight video. to video special, which we found somewhere. So we're going to watch it was like, people that's... who
0: have taken photos of ghosts, supposedly, or yes. videos of ghosts. So like, home videos of go- with ghosts in them. I'm really excited. Yes. That's on YouTube, I think. More info on that to come. Yeah. That's going to be good. Yeah, it is. Um, Do we have anything else to say about Alien
1: Autopsy? I'm just remembering there used to be... I don't even know if this is so to true. There used to be a skateboard company called Alien Workshop. Mm. I didn't know this was a skateboard company, and I bought this hat that said Alien Workshop on it. Oh. And I just remember wearing that school and getting called a poser. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't skate. <laughs> but I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, man, I wish I had that hat.
0: Yeah, that would be super cool now. I'm sure you threw
1: it away. I'm sure I was like, Well, oh, I can't wear this. I'm a poser.
0: <laughs> and
1: I signed it to the Goodwill You're or just something.
0: like aliens.
1: Yeah, I was like, this is just me being way too into the X-Files. So I bought this hat at the mall.
0: Uh, that is really funny
1: yeah well i got nothing else i mean yeah get high and watch this with some people i don't know (laughs) otherwise you're gonna go this is just not real a lot you're gonna find yourself saying that yeah a lot super fake it made me nostalgic for old school fake news which was like (laughs) weekly world news yeah which if I I guess if you don't live in the United States, we used to have this t- black and white tabloid that was sold at the grocery store like way too late for a black, like an all black and white paper. It was called Weekly World News and it had the most ridiculous made-up bullshit that was b- pretty much half about aliens. It would be like Bigfoot secret lover found in the White House. And yeah, these many congressmen are secretly aliens and...
0: That may be where the
1: reptilian stuff was bred. Probably. Which is sad. Probably. And it just makes me go, I wish people, like, I wish conspiracy nutters were still worried about (laughs) that instead of saying, like... School shootings aren't real? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Instead of being Sandy Hook truthers, I wish they were sitting around going...
0: Our government. Our
1: government is repressing aliens and Bigfoots. I think they
0: are, but they're also Sandy Hook truthers, unfortunately.
1: Put your energy into Bigfoot and leave victims of school shootings alone yeah that's what. point it makes me kind of nostalgic for a simpler time in a way <laughs> yeah yeah oh fact or fiction definitely fiction 100% fiction <laughs> oh yeah our consensus is the alien autopsy <laughs> fiction but I'm sure there was you know I don't know some little old ladies in a retirement home watching it going this is real and I know Probably. it's real because here, Bill Clinton is a reptilian <laughs> i've said this before on the show and i'll say it again if you have a family member who believes members of the government are actually reptilians i want to hear from you <laughs> i want to know what they say i want to know what, what your thanksgiving is like yeah where that theory came from and what your thoughts are in it apparently like 10 percent of people think this something ridiculous oh my god and i just want to i want to know more i i'm sure i don't but also i do <laughs> I have a coloring sheet
0: from a colouring book. I don't even remember which colouring book it is now. It might be the last podcast fan colouring book that has Donald Trump depicted as a reptilian as like a fake <laughs> time magazine cover. Sure. And it says reptilian of the year. <laughs> I definitely colored that.
1: And had a lot of fun doing it.
0: He's got like a little
1: tongue, like a snake tongue sticking out. It's sure. I mean it's great. We all know that's I mean that's true. That's not crazy.
0: No, not
1: at all. I used to be the biggest fan of Christopher Pike novels back in the day, which were these, before everything was a young adult novel, and your (laughs) pickings were slim. He wrote these, you know, sort of like R.L. Stein books for teens that were either really ridiculous murders or sometimes there was, like, space travel or something. Oh, yeah. But it seemed like the twist in, I don't know, five of them was, like, oh, these aren't people, they're ancient lizards. <laughs> and it, like, kept happening, and I was, like, what? What's with this guy and the ancient lizards? Like, oh, you thought these were hot, sexy teenagers? <laughs> Nuh-uh. Ancient lizards. I've
0: definitely read one of those. I guess I don't re- didn't recall the name, but yeah.
1: I've definitely read that.
0: That plot sounds so familiar to me.
1: (laughs) You probably read one of... uh, Yeah, I swear like five of his books ended that way. Yeah. I don't... What was up with him? I don't know. Those are... Looking back, those are weird and also terrible books. I'm sorry to break it to you. I loved them so much. (laughs) Go look at one now. It's not good. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry for myself, most of all.
0: Yeah, well... Oh, well. I think we can... Put this one to rest. Close the
1: chapter. Thanks for supporting us oh, on Patreon, Patreon, you guys. Patreon people. You're so amazing. Spread
0: the word that if people want a- additional content, if you enjoy this, yeah. let us know on our social media. If there's
1: something else you would like us to cover. That's Send
0: us your requests
1: for unsolved sure. Unsolved Mysteries Adjacent. We are very open to requests.
0: Yeah, we're enjoying doing kind of lighthearted things for Patreon. I think we'll keep doing that. I yeah. Maybe not all the time, but sort of this alien stuff is really fun. It's
1: nice to take a break from brutal murders. Yeah. And other sad subjects and talk about the things that are really important to this country. Like whether or not alien autopsies are real and whether or not people yeah. caught ghosts on home videos. Yeah. And send us your request. Yeah. <laughs> we love you guys. You're the best. Bye.